Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best rock albums of the 90s, with special guests, Travis Clark and Shit Wild. So hey everyone, welcome to ListCast. Listen it up. Hello. How's it doing? Chet, get off your computer. Oh, I'm not. I thought I was watching in real time now. It's right there. Your eyeballs will see it in real time. We're all here in then front I of you. I have to put on glasses. Those aren't my glasses. Those are my glasses. You can wear them. I can't Chet. see anything without glasses. But if you have a computer in front of you, you're going to be too distracted the whole time. Can I close out of that and just leave my list open? Well, yeah, that's fine. Oh, I memorized mine. I memorized my work. Oh. Yeah, I pretty much have mine. Memorized. Although I may go, shit, what was the other one? But I have it memorized. Hey, welcome to ListCast again, everybody. Hey, welcome. Hello. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm your host. We're guests. That's Chat Wild, who just said, we're guests. I'm Travis fucking Clark. Travis yeah. fucking Clark. We all host podcasts on the Unpops Network. Sure do. We surely do. We're pretty fucking cool. I like us. Me and Chet host the least anticipated podcast of the week. Yes, we do. Where we talk about music and movies and TV shows. We do. We just did. We just did. We We literally just finished one. And me and Travis record Heart Shape Pod Mm -hmm. about the band Nirvana. Mm -hmm. People are way into it so far. I'm way into it so far. It's been fun. I enjoy it. Fourth, Fourth episode went up this week. Was inspired based on a conversation we had, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, well, you were like, it, you know what you and Travis connected. should do? That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, we did this. I said, we should have this conversation, but without me in it on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. Do it. And it. Do it. And it happened. I'm so happy. That's how That's how dreams That's how dreams are made. It sure is. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we're uh, speaking of Nirvana. We're talking about the best 90s rock albums. Boy, this is a this is a, this was hard. Going to be controversial. This was hard. I think we're going to do this at least 2 weeks in a row. I do this every day in my house. I'm like, "Well, was this the best one or was this the best one?" when I'm trying to decide yeah. what to listen to. Yeah, it this was a hard hard list to come up with. I mean, it was an easy list to come up with, but it was hard to narrow down. That, I had to kill a lot of babies. The picks, yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, I had to murder had to a lot of children. Had to murder children. Literally. I had to do a lot of, uh, nope, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, nope. Commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. It's not commit to the bit. It's I realized that I had the wrong word. It's infanticide is what I was going to say. And I was going to say incesticide, which is a Nirvana album. Ah. But that's not what I did. I would have. It's. I'm glad I explained the thought process. That's the part. <laughs> that, yeah. That's why I was like, nope, I don't know what words mean. So no, maybe I don't talk. It. All right. Just to go through the rules quick. For anyone who's never listened to the show before, we each brought five picks for the best rock album of the 90s. We're each going to go through our lists uh, one at a time and explain why we picked that song, why we think it deserves to be on a list of the best 90s rock albums. Mm-hmm. And then after we've all gone through our lists, we'll each take turns kicking one off, kicking two off the list. Oh, That will take us down to a list of nine. And then someone in the comments is going to have... What's the word they should message us right now? Owl. Owl? Owl? The first person to message us the word owl gets to do the save. Chat, keep your eyes peeled. You're blocked. I can't see the comments. Oh, yeah. You don't want me to look on my computer, so make up your oh, mind. Oh, don't be that way. <laughs> I'll look on Well, you. I want to check your math on knocking two off and getting to nine, because we're going to have 15. It looks like, uh, and then the, whoever says you owl are not first. Wa- you're not watching the owls. Okay, now you're just gonna have to fucking pick one, man. Uh, no, 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 
There are so many owls right now. So many people have said owl. Literally everyone has said owl by now. It, it's loading so slow here. Come Tommy on. Lights gets to do our save. All right. Tommy Lights and, oh, oh, oop, controversy. Angie says it was Adrian Robinson. Robertson. Adrian Robertson gets to do our save. Tommy oh, Lights. Oh, man. Tommy Lights would have played to me so well. Yeah, Tommy Lights on the backup. Didn't Tommy Lights do the last list? I think so. God so, damn. Adrian Robertson, you get to do the save. Thanks, Angie. No, thanks, Aunt. Well, who knows? Adrian could work in my favor. I believe. I believe in this individual. Or maybe they'll just pick the best one. Yeah, maybe they'll just. Maybe it just has to do with. Save uh, whatever is most in. Indes- yeah, the quality of, of the album, not necessarily the quality of the person. Yeah. Which will clearly oh, and be. And we my... each kick two off, so okay. six total. Not that gets it. us now down to nine. And it's never personal. It's always it's personal. It's always personal that's, every time I've done why, this. Yeah. That's why I need the save because. I'm, I Last time I did this, I murdered Brian May just to be mean. Yeah. Uh, anybody with a last name May should probably be murdered. Well, oh, no. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> no? Too much? <clears throat> Poor my, Jeff. My therapist says that I don't need to stop projecting my hatred onto Jeff May. Your therapist is way better than mine. Yeah. Jeff is Although, Jeff's therapist. we would have... No, that's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> we could have the same therapist and we'd never know. I definitely know based on the quality of advice that you're giving. <laughs> wow. This podcast has taken an unexpected turn. My therapist frequently laughs, to which I say, that wasn't a joke. Mm. Hmm. All right. Should we get to our lists? Sure. Sure. Top five best therapy sessions, right? Right. What we're doing? This has, turned yeah. into, <laughs> this has turned into an open mic in Los Angeles right now. Adam, you want to set the tone this time? I don't yeah. think I've ever gotten uh, ATB first. Yeah, I'll go first. Ooh, why did my list copy over that way? I don't like that. Um, All the spaces in between. Yeah. It's, if I had to guess, the first one at the top is going to be the first one you say. Uh, no, nah, see, I, I, can't decide, I can't decide what order I'm going to go in. Right. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll go with the, the one that's probably going to get kicked off the list anyway. Even though it's, it's a sentimental favorite, it's just barely a rock album, but it's the closest this guy, I think, ever came to making a pure rock album. And that is Tom Waits' Bone Machine. Really? This was this was an album he hadn't made an album in close to ten years, and just came back out uh, kind of out of the blue in the early '90s with this album called Bone Machine, where the like the majority it's funny every time what it's funny every time what Bone Machine oh Bone yeah well I mean it's a, a funny name it's but his acoustic dick jokes album. <laughs> It's a fucking amazing album. He like all of the percussion on the album is uh, done with this thing called the conundrum, which he built out of found machine parts on his uh, ranch. He owns a big ranch well, in I know, California. I get, I get bone machine and mule variations confused. Are they mule variations came out in ninety nine? Right, still technically a nineties album. Right, right. But, but bo- that doesn't have bo- come on up to the house and all of that. Bone machine doesn't. Right, right. Bone right. machine has going out west, which oh, Queens gotcha. of the Stone Age covered. covered. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the closest he's ever come, I think, to making an actual rock album. Interesting. He's one of my favorite musicians. It's one of his best albums of the nineties. One of his only. He's only got a couple albums that he put out in the nineties. But uh, that's my first pick. I know it's not going far on this list. Interesting. But I had to get a sentimental favorite in there early. I like it. All right. Chet, you go next. I'm going to go with... Wait, no one's going to do a Tom Waits for No Man joke? Just me? Just me? You know, I mean, you don't have to. 
All right. But if you want, I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> I'll wait. You don't no, have to no, wait for no man. man. Why do you yep. no. Go on, chat. Ugh, I, I wonder I what you're going to you. pick. I controversial pick. Controversial pick because they have not one, not two, three albums that qualify to make the list. Uh, and maybe other people would pick a different album, but I'm going to go with Foo Fighters. There's nothing left to lose. That is a controversial pick because uh, of the ones in the '90s. I don't know if that's the one I would have uh, I would have thrown on the list. But then again, it's not my list. It's your list. Yeah. So right. I went and listened to all three of the albums again, mm-hmm. and this one was the one that stood out to me the most. Where I'm like, there's not a single song I want to skip on this. Yeah. I love playing drums to every song on this album. There's such a diverse style of songwriting on this album yeah and even though like one of the other albums has like clearly more hits off of it probably it, yeah. i guess it's up for debate like i i think there's nothing left to lose is the better than color the, and shape yeah then the orig- then 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 the self-titled which is all yeah it's all dave grohl that's yeah. all dave grohl yeah well there's nothing they're left all to lose good. that's the thing they're there's all no, good there's the thing about there's nothing left to lose is that's just dave grohl taylor hawkins and Nate Mendel. That was, and I feel like the Foo Fighters kind of took a dive when Chris Shiflett joined the oh, band. Oh, Shiflett's the it's the secret weapon. Live, live. Well, well, yeah, he's the secret weapon that has oh boy turned them into a kind of comes. mediocre band for oh the past boy. decade and a half. He says this as a huge Foo Fighter fan. Right. I'm, a huge, fi- I'm a Foo Fighters like, fan. I've seen him in concert like three or four times. I got T-shirts, but I do. I they're think, just all Chris Shiflett with his eyes gouged <laughs> yeah. out. I think there's nothing left to lose is their last really great album, and it's it's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's an interesting album because that's the album he was like, "Fuck California, I'm leaving," and he yeah. went back to Virginia and recorded in that house for a while, and yeah, then he was like, "Hey California, I'm going to come back." And yeah, back. I'm back. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that's that's a good pick. Yeah. I like it. All right, um, so it's up to me now. Yeah, it is it's up to me. Uh, I guess I'll lead off with my one that I don't think anyone even knows um, or that won't have any um, real fan base. Uh, uh, There's a band called Unwound. They were out of Seattle-ish. They were on K Records, if I remember correctly. Uh, they had an album called New Plastic Ideas. They had a bunch of albums that actually came out in the 90s. Uh, but that was when I first really got into like super indie small bands that would play at places like the Jabberjaw and all of these little venues around town and so that, it's that's my sentimental pick is yeah it's i listened to abstractions with a k which is the instrumental on that uh, album over and over when i was a, a younger man and um i think more people should know about unwound which is really the reason i did it so if you don't know unwound look them up on itunes dig them out in uh your record store they're uh they're a good band yeah yeah i've never heard I don't of feel them. qualified to comment on the band yeah i would have to check them out I wonder, is anyone commenting on Unwound? No. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, like they, they have a, still have like a, uh, a strong fan base, but they're not. They were never like a mainstream, yeah, big success. Yeah. But I wanted to throw them on there in the hopes that uh, some of the Unpops peeps would check them out. Yeah, check out Unwound this and check out and check out Tom Waits' Bone Machine. Oh, someone said I, I asked if anyone had heard of him, and Troy Nababan replied and said crickets. But he's also a huge Incubus fan, so yeah. So fuck. We don't have to listen that. to yeah, what I Troy mean, has going come on. Come on, yeah. Right. <laughs> is it my turn again? It is Round your two. turn oh, again. Exciting. I guess this is my other obscure one, but this shouldn't be that obscure. Uh, it should actually be in the top five. 
and that is PJ Harvey's debut album, oh, Drive. That's a great pick. I can't argue PJ with that. PJ Harvey, like she was the Alanis Morissette for people who didn't listen to the radio. Like she was that. <laughs> Such an accurate but funny description like, of that. That's like accurate. she was what Alanis Morissette thought she was. Sure. Like there was there was a lot of people where you were like, oh, Alanis Morissette's so dark. And you're like, yeah, maybe you should listen to PJ Harvey. Yeah. And it gets like, real dark. Yeah. Like Alanis yeah. Morissette wasn't dark until she heard PJ Harvey. And PJ Harvey has this enormous voice and she is such a tiny person. Yes. I saw her play a 335 guitar once. It took from her neck to her knees. That's how yeah. it's and that's a thick guitar to begin with, but she was just obscured by it. It was a it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's such a great album. I think is I think Oh My Lover is the first song. I, there's there's so Sheila much. Sheila the gig. Ah, oh, that's an amazing album. And she's uh, channels a lot of rage uh, yeah. into her songs, but yeah. not in a like kind of like just yeah. in a, a a real visceral kind of interesting and musical way. Yeah, and she's a, a real interesting musician. She's done. She, I mean, she's still around, still yeah. making albums consistently my friends tony and melissa named their cat after her you know nice you know it's still got a lot of credits going on yeah yeah she doesn't come up a lot when they when you hear about the really great uh bands or just female bands of the 90s you don't hear pj harvey as much as you should but do you ever hear that record she did with john Parrish? yeah that's a good one yeah yeah pj harvey's great and then uh yeah the album that followed it was really good was that uh, to send you my love? No, rid of me, rid of me. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that is my second pick, PJ Harvey. Dry, good pick. So I'm not overly familiar with PJ Harvey, but I do listen to the radio. So controversial transition. I'm going to go with Alanis Morissette's ah, Jagged Little Pill. Ah, oh, gross. Did not expect that reaction. It's fine. No, I get it. It it was a great album. It's a great album. I'm going to just sneak a Foo Fighters member in each. Oh, yeah, I Taylor Hawkins. Like He's like on the first in the Gimme Gimme's album. Chris Did you know Clinton. that Dave Navarro plays guitar on on uh, on the big on the, the big hit? You ought to know. Yeah, you ought to know is Dave Navarro on guitar and Flea on bass. No and shit. Taylor Hawkins on drive. It's 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 alternative, it's LA alternative right there on that whole Canadian pop album. Dave Coulier doing a Mr. Woodchuck puppet in the background. I don't think that happened. Yeah. I don't think so. That was, yeah, that was yeah. the director's that part cut of the music. Sounds, video. Yeah, that right. sounds un true in terms of being a fact i don't have to prove facts in this world we that's true yeah that's true yeah that we are in a post-fact world oh god uh, that's the saddest Dave thing Coulier just emailed me that that never happened but i said oh. it, so it's true yeah he told you to cut it out is that what he did yeah, he did hmm. i actually have dave Coulier's email how's that for the saddest oh, name I got drop ever dave Coulier's. Wow. No, I have his email also. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say phone number, Still but I don't AOL have his phone number. guy. What the hell? I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have any of those things. It's fine, I, though. It just go to uh, subreddit, Dave Coulier, and it's just him going, like, here's my email, guys. <laughs> you can email me. Right. She did not go down on me in a theater. Stop saying, stop sending me that question, but anything else you want to know. Why would you deny that story? He, he doesn't deny that story. Oh, good. Because I'd be like, yeah, of course. She yeah. said it in the song. You think she'd lie? Why are you calling her a liar? What I want to know is what movie were they watching? Probably gone fishing. Ah, uh, <laughs> too no, too late. Came out later. I uh, guess it was like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or something. Uh, I'm gonna go with Speechless. Punk. That was the Michael Keaton, Gina Davis movie about political speechwriters. Oh sure, sure, sure. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it was probably obviously. that. Yeah, that'd be the one you would do it in because I saw that movie and I started making out with the girl I was dating at the time because I was like, I don't relate to this movie. Yeah. So you just gotta pass the time. Uh, my pick now. 
Go for it. I'm going to go with the DC darlings of Discord, the DIY daddies known as Fugazi. Fugazi. Uh, and I'm going to go with Red Medicine, which was their album that came out in 95. Uh, they actually had three or four albums that came out in the 90s, but Red Medicine uh, holds a special place in my heart. Uh, it was very, very into the band at the time. I actually have a bootleg of the... Um, audio of the show that I saw the, them on that tour. Oh, nice. It's just as good as I remember. And you can actually hear in the audience, you can hear uh, uh, the girl I took deciding not to date me. You can hear that on the wow. track. Yeah, you can hear her uh, make that decision. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. That that's impressive and though. sort mm-hmm. of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's de- depressive. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah. That's uh, a good word for it. But uh, Red Medicine is uh, top to bottom a great album. And um, some people say it's their high watermark, I'd argue that they never, uh, they kept getting better. But uh, hmm. I really love Red Medicine. I'm not that familiar with Fugazi. Oh my God, I love them so much. I know, uh, they have an album called, do they have an album called Repeater? They do. Yeah, I know that album for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I've never listened to them much. Oh, I would I would recommend you or anyone else to check them out. Uh, they are, I mean, they're iconic, I yeah. would say. And... When Dave Grohl was doing Sonic Highways, he oh, went yes. and recorded uh, with Ian MacKay in D.C. Because he, you know, uh, Grohl was uh, of the D.C. punk era, uh, grew up playing drums and scream before he moved out to Seattle. Let's just let Dave Grohl win this thing right now. I mean, Dave Grohl is the '90s. Yeah, I mean, Dave Grohl's got a good shot of showing up on a winning album. Dave Grohl is the this. '90s and the even the early 2000s. There was a point in yeah. time where Dave Grohl had the top three alternative songs in like 2002. He yeah, was like yeah, you know, top and to also, bottom. Did Tenacious Steve's album play on all that? Right, Queens of the Stone Age. Well, that was in so in, yeah, that was in O2, two. He had a Foo Fighters hit, a Queens of the Stone Age hit, and a the Nirvana. Uh, uh, you know the, you're right. You know you're, you're right. right. Yeah. So yeah. the top three songs that were being played at the time were all like, "Oh, thank God for Dave Kroll," yeah. or none of these, none of none of us were having a good time. Nice, that's a good pick. All right, is it uh, is it me again? It is you. Back Round to three. you. Back to ATB. All right, this shouldn't, but I, I mean, this might still strike people as a sentimental thing, but I, I legitimately think this is one of the best albums of the 90s. It's one of my favorite albums of all time, and that is Everclear, Sparkle and Fade. Hmm. That's the album that had Santa Monica on it. It had Heroin Girl on it. Such a great fucking album. Summerland, beautiful song. And it's, I think from that era, it's one of the most perfect albums that came out of not really like it was hard to call them a grunge band, but there was that. They got labeled that though, I feel. There was that wave of bands that came after that weren't from Seattle, like Stone Temple Pilots and Everclear, who were just sort of on the, the fringe of that movement. They were like the posers, I guess you would call them. But what's an art? Art Alexi? Art Alexa? How do you say his name? Art Alexakis. Uh, uh, I was so close. Yeah. Wasn't he like a art school guy or something? Or what was his... Yeah, he's... I think was he's his name. Just generally... Art school guy? Yeah, and I think he's just generally Alex. kind of a pretentious sort of dude. Okay. <laughs> How'd you feel about them live? We yeah, did you guys just live. go see them? Yeah, I've seen them live them. a couple times. They were they were good. Their, their songs, there's so much going on in their songs. There's three guitars for one thing, and his voice, like, he almost talks when he sings. Right. So when you see him live, it's hard to, 
Like, it doesn't come across quite as well. It's hard no, to pick it, up his vocals. And then even, like, he doesn't have a lot of range on the hits, and when he was trying to hit certain notes, he wasn't. Like, it felt yeah, flat. Yeah, And you can kind of listen to the albums and tell it's going to be that when you see him in concert. Like, there's a lot of really good mixing that goes into an Everclear album, just because of the way that guy sings. But I don't think they ever topped Sparkle and Fade. When we saw them, they were playing the So Much for the Afterglow album in its entirety. And that's a fine album. That came out. That's their third album. It came out after Sparkle and Fade. the smiley face on it? No, that was uh, Songs from an American Movie. Yeah, that's right. But So Much for the Afterglow was their third album. But Sparkle and Fade... It's just, it's got all the hits. It's got, you know, Santa Monica is one of the best songs of the 90s. Such a beautiful song. So easy to play on guitar. Like, once you get all right at guitar, pick up a fucking Everclear album. You'll you'll be able to nail that. You'll feel good about yourself. My first encounter or first time I ever heard Everclear is before they even had like a major label record that I remember. They were on a uh, a tribute to Tom Petty called You Got Lucky. Oh, and wow. They, I forget which song they covered, but that was the first time I'd ever heard. And I saw them play that record release party because it was all kind of like oh, yeah. touring bands that were on this uh, compilation and they all kind of played and they, I thought it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That's a little cool. side fact. It's not funny, but it's interesting. That is my that is my third pick. Oh, yeah. I've seen, uh, speaking of seeing them in concert, the, the first time I saw them, it was uh, kind of when they were, like they were already on the decline, but I think they didn't realize how much of a decline they had been on. Oh. And I saw them, they were playing a hockey arena. Granted, it was a college hockey arena, but it held a good ten to 15,000 people. Yeah. There were maybe 300 people at that show. Oh, no. It was so empty. Like, on the bright side, we all got to just, like, push up into the really good seats or be right up front on the floor. But the sound was so terrible because they were playing. Yeah, they're playing in a literally in an empty arena. Oh, that hurts my heart. Yeah, because they're a good band. Like they like, yeah, I fucking liked Everclear. I stand by it. Well, riding off those Everclear coattails. What's your next next pick? pick? Uh, We just saw them in the same concert as Everclear. Uh, oh yeah! Also, Vertical Horizon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Vertical Horizon. That band that we had. Onion rings and chicken wings during. Uh, no, they're the middle uh, act in the lineup. I'm going to go with fastballs. All the pain money can buy. Now, before I take shit, because obviously fastball chats and go push fastball, blah, blah, blah complaints. It went gold. It went platinum. Two Grammy nominations off of it. The Way is a definitive 90s song, just like sure. Santa Monica. And the album holds up really fucking well. And there's a lot of depth. I want, like, The Way is not even the best song on that album. Also, no, Out of My Head is the best song on the album. And even that much was through Machine Kelly. Just fine out, yeah. But but even out of my head, Machine Gal, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, you know, just covered uh, or used for the chorus of that song this year, and that was at the top of the charts. So that album is still having a lasting impact today. That's a stretch, but okay, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, it's a good album. Probably, I've never heard it. <laughs> I know that's what I'm gonna face. Standing by the pick, I'm only going one fastball pick though. I could have gone yeah. two. Not abusing this, even though that helps me survive. To the final vote. 
the the memory that of fastball that always stands out to me, at least before fastball at Chet's became a thing, was the the remember the bands on the run show? Oh, the VH1 yeah. on VH1. They did one of the. It was. Did you ever watch bands on the run? I feel like I did. It was like five bands. They had to travel the country. It was like a reality show, and at each stop, they had like these little mini competitions. Oh, I definitely didn't see this. And they thing. were like, it was a fun show, and one of the. The stops, they were in New York, and the band that like won whatever the challenge was got to like open for Fastball, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there's this scene where Fastball's playing, and like two people in one of the bands uh, just come walking out of the club, and one of them goes, Man, those guys are dicks. Or something like oh, either no. that or something. No, you said they sucked. Yeah, yeah, something sorry. like that. Well, what are those guys up to now? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what Th- are you doing? You mean flicker stick? Oh, I thought you meant fastball. No, they're still <laughs> going on their own tour. They put out a new music video this week. We talk about it on uh, Least Anticipated. I just love the idea that if if 2017, if they pick up this bands on the run thing, that fastball would be on it, comp- <laughs> be competing on it now too. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, That's a good pick, Chet. We all yeah. saw it. Well, I mean, I like, we all saw I like that. Chris Larity's comment pinned to the top. Uh, okay, we're allowed oh, to pin sure. comments to the top. No, no, no we're right. not. somebody, yeah. it's pinned. Oh, there's an option to pin it. Yeah, there's an option to pin it, Chet. See, this is what happens when I read far away. Okay. I'm not going to let you monitor the comments. I'm I'm just making a brief look. I know know you're upset that you can't have the comments scrolling. It's my favorite part of the show. I know. You got to go back and watch this and and look at the comments and be like, this is what I would have said there. You'll be fine. You're going to do a DVD commentary to this podcast yeah. just for yourself? Go look at the comments later <laughs> when I go give my feedback to this, guys. Chet's comments on comments. Yeah, that's going to be comments, comments on comments with Chet Wild. <laughs> the comments will increase by at least two-thirds once yeah. Chet goes through them all. All right. All right. My next pick. Yes. Uh, I feel no one here is, well, I guess technically you uh, brought a Brit into the fight, but uh, I'm going to bring some Brit pop into the fight. Uh, with the Verve, the Verve. I loved the Verve. I saw them live somewhere in the neighborhood of ten to twelve times. Um, they sing Freshman, right? That's the Verve, the Verve pipe. pipe. Okay, it's the Verve pipe. You motherfucker! How dare I'm you? I'm just making sure. Wow! How dare you? <laughs> wow! I wanted they to clarify. Bittersweet Symphony okay, Monster. Yeah. I like them. I hate Verve pipe. Yeah, I feel like Verve pipe is in fastball territory. Well, there's only one fastball. I know, but I just feel like. I feel what like, is the name of the Verve album? Uh, Urban Hymns. Urban Hymns. Urban Hymns. That's the one that has Bittersweet Symphony, which is the one that uh, they had to share profits with uh, the, Rolling the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. So they actually, the, their biggest hit, they saw no money on. Right. Um, and they it got sold to all kinds of commercial stuff because they were like, well, no, we don't want that to be in a commercial. And they went, well, then we'll just hire a sound alike because it's not your song. And yeah. And they went, fine. Um, yeah. But it's an amazing album, very textured. They're amazing players. They made another album later called Fourth. It's fine. But uh, Northern Soul, which is the album predating this one, and then Urban Hymns, which is the one that has all the hits on it, uh, fantastic uh, 90s albums. But I picked Urban Hymns because I used to drive around in my Jeep all the time with girls who wouldn't have sex with me and play that album. And yep. then it turns out it made them just kind of go, You're, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. I really yep. like the Verve. Uh I, I think Bittersweet Symphony is maybe, that might be the best song of the 90s. It's unbelievable. It's such a great song, and the video is so fantastic, yep. too. But yeah, the story behind that is really sad. All, they got $1,000 for that song. Right. 
And then, oh yeah, because the Rolling Stones proved that they lifted it, even though it's like a coincidence. It's like probably. it's like what I said is happening again. So I yeah, <laughs> they like check out sometimes. I got caught in the comments. It got yeah, of me. course you did. People were literally saying, "Chet, look at me." Chet, look at me, and then I couldn't. Find I know him. that's that's why I don't want you I'm, to look. Hey, at that's comments. why I'm making Chet. eye contact with you right now. Hey, Chet, I'm a, I'm admitting Chet. it. I'm apologizing. Listen to me. I'm listening. That's what I want. I have to look at you to listen, though. I'm not good at listening if I'm not looking at you. Uh, so there's this band called The Verve. The uh, Verve, they Chet. They sing the Freshman, right? Nope. All right. You know, <laughs> go back to the comments. I was wrong. Oh my god. Is it? I'm gonna pay for that when it's kickoff time. Oh, I'm murdering fastball the second I get to kick Why? one off. Why? Is it my turn? It's yeah. your turn. All right. We are powering through these. Uh, all right. Since we're we're bringing up Brits, uh, everyone had to see this coming. I think everyone knows how I feel about this band, Oasis. Oh, Oasis. Definitely, maybe it is their debut album. I think still their best album. Just a collection of so many great fucking songs. Supersonic was one of the coolest songs of the '90s. Slide Away is on that song, which is, or on that album, which is a song no one ever talks about. Uh, rock and Roll Star, uh, Cigarettes and Alcohol. You know they dedicated a song to the uh, genius of Richard Ashcroft. Yeah, on that's on uh, uh, what's the story? What's, Morning yeah. Glory. Yeah, uh, cast no shadow. Yep, and uh, man. Definitely Maybe is one of the most perfect debut albums and just one of the most perfect rock albums of the 90s. They were, to me, they were like the Nirvana of Britpop. Like they really, oh, I would agree with that. They really broke things open. And I think their their debut is up there with anyone else's from that era. Still holds up. And they're so entertaining, those brothers. They, like, if that's not a movie someday... God, I, hope I will it is. be disappointed. Uh, it is worth tracking this down online uh, for fans who want to dig a little deeper. Uh, there is a uh, <laughs> uh, audio commentary of all yes. of the um, their videos. videos. Yeah, and it's just Noel shitting. And it's just Noel going, "What the fuck? I don't even remember doing this." Yeah, and, there's, and it's so funny. They've just condensed all the best parts into like probably a thirty minute. Kind yeah, of it's little... it's kind of long for an internet video, but right. it's, it's 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 just so funny. Noel Gallagher just shitting on everything Oasis <laughs> yeah. did on camera for <laughs> the entirety of their time as a band. It's. <laughs> First the time you've told me something thing. about Oasis where I'm like, I want to watch that. And it's now. like he'll even see himself and yeah. be like, oh, I look like such a fucking cunt. Yeah. It's just so oh, he'll be great. Like, Did that man just have sausage legs? <laughs> Did that man just have sausage legs? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It, it's on YouTube. Everyone should go watch you should that. Wa- it's very entertaining. Yeah. So uh, that's my pick, Oasis. Oasis, good Definitely pick. Definitely maybe. What's, Chet, what's your penultimate pick? No, this is. Pentultimate means the one before your final. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm dumb. Uh, I'm going to go with something that will definitely uh, not fare well, but I thought about this list cast, and I'm like, oh, what are five albums from the 90s if I was stuck on an island that I'd want to listen to forever? And for me, uh, speaking of debut albums, Bare Naked Ladies Gordon. Wow. They have a lot of good albums. Uh, I know. Bare Naked Ladies. I can see it in your eyes. I'm just surprised. I mean, I just feel bare naked ladies kind of got lucky with the the whole uh, Big Bang Theory thing. Yeah, man. But I mean, but I'm saying without the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. being the theme, I, I feel like those guys would would be working at coffee shops. No, they had a lot of hits in the '90s. Okay, they didn't have. I never have to work again. Money until the Big Bang Theory came out. 
Because they get paid every time that show is airing. I believe Stephen Page is, or at least was, suing them because he's supposed to get a good chunk of that, even though he's not a part of the band. Um, I don't know who that is, but I'll... He's the original co-lead singer, and he left the band in Got the 2000s. Because he had coke issues, and they didn't like that. But, the story of him getting yeah. busted for cocaine is one of the craziest I've ever heard. Because it was just him and some woman sitting at a table in a kitchen in a private residence oh. in New York, and they're doing a bunch of coke, and look up, and there's a cop looking through the window, and they like try to cover the cocaine, and he just knocks on the window and arrests them. But you don't have to let him in. It's a yeah, private I residence. Yeah, I didn't think so either, but well, I guess once Canadians they- Canadians are very nice. Maybe it's probable cause if they just happen to glance through the window. And Baking see powder, it. dude. We're making donuts. Yeah, you know? I suppose. So Enid was their first hit off that. That's where uh, If I Had a Million Dollars, that's like the very pop catchy one everyone knows. Uh, Brian Wilson, I believe, was on that album. Brian um, Wilson? That's the name of their, yeah. Yeah, the wow. song. The Brian Wilson song. Uh, yeah, there's just, if you listen to the album, it's 15 tracks. Uh, each song is a completely different style, sounds completely different, and uh, it's a very enjoyable listen. I don't expect people to fully appreciate it, but if you're looking to dive into some new music to you, highly recommend yeah, there's, there's some stuff on here that yeah. people can go look up. It's all going to get it's, cut. It's but. pre-commercialized, Bernadette ladies. Okay. That doesn't exist. I feel like they were pretty commercial. Yeah, I right feel like away. they were writing like jingles from the get-go. Uh, you like their earlier, like when their they earlier were more jingles. bluesy and raw? They got, I can't, you just got to <laughs> listen to it, and then you wouldn't say such things. I know, I know, I know. I feel the same way about... I don't know. Something uh, so, Bare Naked Ladies, that was the yeah. heavy guy with the harmonicas? That's. God damn it. <laughs> the, no, the scraggly ones with the long ponytails. Oh, right, 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 right. The Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be yeah, Wrong. Yeah, those guys. Oh, I love Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Do, 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 Want to be my Go ahead now. Right? Is that them? Yeah, but what you're doing. Yeah, we were doing two different songs. Yes, that was a third eye blind song. Third eye blind. That's where I was like, what is happening? That's where you went. That was the bit, Chad. We were getting bands wrong there. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I was reading comments, so I wasn't listening to what you were saying. You were listening. All right, Travis. My penultimate pick is my favorite band of all time. I've seen them live upwards of 30 times, getting close to 40. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, their debut album came out in 98, so that makes it a 90s album. Uh, very different from where the band is now. Um, but uh, that band, I saw them live, I think it might have been 99 the first time I saw them live. And the first time I got to see them perform songs that I had memorized quite well live. And I had an experience where I went, oh, this is my favorite band. And that has not stopped for uh, 18 years. Nice. So I've seen them... I've seen them numerous places, numerous times. I've seen almost every lineup they've ever had, which is, if you know the band, they had a revolving door lineup for a yeah, very long for time. Sure. Did Dave tour with them? Dave did tour with them. I saw them at the secret show at the Troubadour. I saw them uh, with Grohl twice, I believe. And did he stay in the background, or was there part of him that, like, I ha- I got to put the spotlight on me? Dave Grohl? No, yeah. he just played drums. He, he had he had the And then I saw Dave Grohl at Queens of the Stone Age shows in general admission era, he was just—he's a fan of the. He goes. He was a fan of Josh and his music going back to Caius. And in fact, maybe we'll talk about this on Heart Shaped Pod. Um, there is a story that goes that um, Courtney still hates Josh Homme because uh, Kurt w- he wouldn't allow uh, Caius to go on tour with with Nirvana, and so she has this weird 
like oh weird fuck you attitude towards Josh because it's like you still resent me because of that and he's like I don't care yeah yeah so um, huh I did not know that or maybe we won't because I think that's the end of the story I think that's all there is to the story yeah but Queens of the Stone Age uh, their debut album which just got reissued and remastered about a year no about four years ago now uh, worth checking out. Now, right. when an album like that from the late '90s is remastered, do you actually notice a difference? Um, it's a little clear. It's it was almost basically a home recording because it was done at this place called the Rancho de la Luna, and it's it's very it's professional equipment, but didn't have some of the oomph that it has now. And plus, some of the remastering was just like, and here was this really obtuse B side that no one had, unless you like bought the seven inch vinyl that yeah. used to be called Gamma Ray before we realized we couldn't call ourselves that, so we had to change our name. Then we were the New Plastic Turks for a while, and now we're Queens of the Stone Age. Um, so yes, you can't tell the difference. Okay. Very nice. That's a good pick. Uh, final round. Final round. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Qu- Queens of the Stone Age in concert. Oh my god! You well, I really I want to. Here's the thing. Uh, they're a great band live. I don't, as much as I love the band, I don't know if how much I consider this current incarnation of them Queens of the Stone Age. I think they're just a giant band just now. Just the oh, really? yeah. and a bunch of dudes? Um, it's, a, it's just Josh now and a lot of people who are very skilled players. But it's it's been the same lineup for a while, but it's not the same as when it was just Josh and like you know a drummer and a bass player. You know, it's, Yeah. It's different. Makes sense. All right. Is it my turn? It is Last your turn pick. for your final pick, and I know what it is. Yeah, me and Travis are about to have a showdown. Yeah, we are. Uh, my final pick, possibly my favorite album of all time out of all the albums ever made, Nirvana in Utero. Because mm. here's the thing. I know Nevermind is the one that sold all the records, but the Black Album is the Metallica album that sold all the records, and you'll find nary a Metallica fan who's like, that's the one. That's my favorite Metallica album. <laughs> and I feel like it's a kind of the same with Nirvana, because the thing with Nirvana, In Utero was their third album. Bleach was their first, and it's a really, as we've talked about, really heavy, grunge, almost a Soundgarden, Alice in Chains kind of sounding mm-hmm. album. Then Nevermind is almost like a pop rock album in a lot of spots. It's way more upbeat, sounds a lot cleaner. In Utero is both of those things, with a little of MTV Unplugged thrown in, because mm-hmm. a lot of the songs from MTV Unplugged were acoustic songs from In Utero. So it's like the quintessential, perfect Nirvana album. It encompasses everything that they were as a band. I would put those singles, I would put Heart Shaped Box up against Smells Like Teen Spirit any fucking day in terms of which is the better song. I think single for sing like all apologies. That's not on oh. Nevermind. Uh, that's I mean that's that's literally the last studio song we had until yeah uh, 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 you know you're right right, right yeah all apologies. Uh, Penny Royalty is on that album. It's a solid record, and I would agree it is the peanut butter and chocolate of the two tastes put yeah. together. It's, yeah, it's the right combo. Fucking love in utero. Maybe my favorite album ever. So that's my pick. Solid pick. Chet. Solid Very pick. solid pick. Chet, what do you got? Sticking with that streak of solid picks. I'm going to go with the soundtrack to the movie That Thing You Did. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. there's it's a, it's a rock album. It's all original music, even for like the different backing bands that they cut to. It was all written for that uh, for that movie. and uh, That's the soundtrack from the 90s that you would pick? Because it's all original music. So is Judgment Night. (laughs) (laughs) 
I stand by my pick. <laughs> Judgment night. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great soundtrack. It's the first album I got. I got that album. This not my first album ever. Uh, I got that album the same Christmas. I got my first drum set. So the first thing I learned to play was everything on that album. So that has special meaning to me. Okay, now it makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I can get behind good. it more than it was like it's a sentimental yeah. pick. Yeah. Like a when, you, when you name a Nirvana album, of course everyone knows Nirvana. And it is good. That doesn't take away from being good. When I'm naming certain things like Bare Naked Ladies or that, that's because those albums were uh, important and to me the best albums are most influential. I mean, the Velvet Goldmine soundtrack, for Christ's sake. Jeff May left a comment and said someone punched Chet. I'm not going to punch anybody, Well, Jeff. just after we talked about not abusing people on this podcast. Exactly. And you asked yeah. why I make such murderous comments. Exactly. Look, Je- Jeff, Jeff has I'm coming, not going to punch him. He already has brain damage. Uh, he just picked <laughs> that thing you, <laughs> that do. thing you do. It's not okay to hurt people like that. Jennifer with one ends on my side. So. Uh, then it's up to me. To round out this list of casts, what are you going to pick? Real quick, sorry. One last thing. If Jeff's going to punch anybody, it should be danger. We know. They'll, they'll make it happen eventually, I hope, for the love of God. Why are they, wait, wait, I, I missed it. They rounded up money for charity with the understanding that if people donated a, a certain amount, Jeff and Danger would fight. And oh, oh, okay. People donated, and the fight isn't happening yet. Yeah. I'm really working on being a better friend, so I'm not going to say anything mean about Jeff. I'm just going to say, if that makes Jeff happy, I I hope he gets to do it. Man, your therapist is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Uh, really impressive. (laughs) There's a lot going. There's a lot of inner life happening. I'll tell you that. Um, Final pick. Final pick. I'm going to go with Nevermind. you got to go with Nevermind if we're doing uh, top albums of the 90s. I am picking Nirvana's Nevermind. That album changed my point of view towards music and stuff that I liked. None of these things that were on my other list would have ever been there if I didn't get into a band like Nirvana. Uh, None of what became pop music wouldn't be what it was uh, without Nirvana. So I, uh, I still listen to Nevermind. I... I agree with your assessment of the 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 two great tastes that go great together that is in 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 utero, but never mind itself. There's so much nostalgia and emotion, and uh, it, it that is my youth. That album is my youth because I listened yeah. to it so much. So if I I would the, all these albums that I picked the way I did it is what are albums that twenty plus years later I still listen to right, uh, and that's uh, why that's the number one pick for me. That hard makes to argue sense. That. Yeah, hard to argue. That's also a good pick. So now we have to start cutting some shit. Ooh, it's going to be tough, but not that tough for some of them. Yeah. Listen, let's just let me make one case before you inevitably cut fastball. This is the one place that is actually appropriate for me to discuss the band, and I I think the audience we can trust them not to hijack the polls, and I just want to see objectively where they would rank that album okay that's all i'm not asking people to hijack i'm not i'm not trying to make a big scene i'm just saying fair play if you cut it you cut it i just want to be very clear in my intentions so people don't think i'm trying to shoehorn a fastball at chet's thing in okay i would pick that album if i didn't have that campaign okay so is it my turn to cut, cut first immediately cut. Cut. Yeah, i'm gonna cut the bare naked ladies oh. gordon oh why do you think I would cut? Uh, because it's just over such. That. I mean, after that plea, how could you not? I mean, it's just like, oh, look, this kid has some candy. I'm going to slap him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. I was, yeah, I wasn't right. planning yeah. to cut fastball, but all right, bare naked well, ladies. All right, that's a fair cut. Yeah, that's a 
very specific uh, pick. Oh, man. So it's up to you to cut. Mm. Up to you now, Chet. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. So, because here's the thing. All the ones I know, I don't want to cut at all. So I'm only cutting based out of necessity of the system. And I do not know Unwound at all. I just don't know them. It's all right. So it's not personal. I know. I don't take it personally. The whole reason I didn't expect them to make it to the final, I literally brought them up just to, in case someone wanted to check out a new band uh, that's worth the time to find. Uh, so I didn't expect Unwound to make it to the final list, but that thing you do doesn't belong on a rock album <laughs> list. It just doesn't belong there, in my opinion. Um, because if we were doing best soundtracks of the 90s, well, that's a different story, in my still opinion. Still get cut, but yes. We did that. I don't think it made. I'm the saying list. if that's what this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, that is why I have chosen to use my sonic scalpel to remove that song uh, or album. Oh, should I do this? Is it? Should I do it? Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna cut. Never mind. Oh, that's <laughs> not what I expected at all. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, that one hurt. I just feel like In Utero's a better album. But, you know, you could have had it on there. We could have had a Nevermind off. We could, I mean, we could have had a Nirvana off. I know, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. Oh, that's what but I wanted. But there's a save. Maybe someone will save. Someone please save Nevermind. <laughs> I feel so good about myself. Like, oh, I feel true. Man. I feel like a true artist. I feel like I have some... some Man, that was so funny because I was like, "Yeah, dude, you should do it." Like, I was like, "Here comes the fastball," and it was a fastball <laughs> at my emotions. I did not see it coming, and oh. I swung hard. That was fun. Oh man, <sighs> I will make a deal with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut in utero if you leave fastball, and then you guys can do a spin-off debate Nirvana all but you why, want. Well, we, how would he have a podcast? That uh, why do you that? assume yeah. he's gonna cut? Fast He's been very ball. open about it verbally. Well, I feel the time to cut him. fastball was immediately after your plea. Now okay. it doesn't have the same hilarity. But it, I had a reason to cut in utero, not or either. to cut, never mind. It's, I feel like it's not as good as in utero. All right, I cut one based on what I completely didn't know. And now I have to cut one based on completely what I do know. Uh-oh. I don't care for Oasis. Oh. Don't care for him. They should sound Phil Collins. I know. You're out of your fucking that. mind. Did you say they sound like Phil Collins? No, they shit on Phil Collins. Oh, they shit on Phil Collins. Actually, can I undo that? No. I undo, no, no, I do want to undo that. Okay. Because I, this is how confident I am in fastball. I don't think fastball will necessarily win, but I do think fastball will outrank Oasis, and I'm going to go with Tom Waits. Okay, yeah. I, I figured, Keeping it more, more I, I figured real. Tom Waits would get cut. Oh, at some point. Man. All right, Travis, last cut. But just seeing Oasis get deleted temporarily was satisfying. Wow, this is a tough list to pick off of. Um, mm, mm, mm. I mean, there's fastball just asking for it. <laughs> I'm going to pick... Oh this, I, oh, this is when it becomes hard. I guess I'm going to pick Everclear. I'll pick Everclear mm. off of that. Boo. I know. All right. So that's all our cuts. Adrian Robertson, you're doing our save. Could totally save Nirvana and make this a real bloodbath. No, Jennifer, or no, Adrian Robertson, and the utero was not cut. No, uh, never mind was. Pick never, never mind. mind save cut. never mind. Uh, she saved never mind. Yeah! I knew it would get saved. It's fine. 
All right. So I am going to put the poll together. Ooh. If you two want to talk amongst yourselves, what is talk he- to the comments? Shut up, Jeff May, and your fastball negative negativity. Wow, well, that's where we're going right away. Is Be- yeah, Beckett May punched me. He said he wanted I should be punched. But look, you but have to understand. I just said to stop talking. You need to understand Jeff's language. That is Jeff's way of saying I want to talk to you. That yeah. is Jeff's way of reaching out to you. Can you refer me? To your I absolutely this? can. Yes. Okay. Um, Pearl Jam, both ten and Vitalogy. Gross. Gross. Not I would have loved. Not kicking, a Jam fan. No, I would have loved kicking both of those off. I might have tried to do them just in one fell swoop. Uh, I was. I, I'm uh, um, ashamed that I have no Cornell on my uh, list. I wanted to pick between Euphoria Morning and uh, probably Bad Motorfinger were the yeah. two that I was trying to wrestle with to put on the list. Yeah. Although all the Soundgarden releases are pretty solid, so but yeah. Bad Motorfinger is. Is pretty rock and roll. There's no Radiohead on the list. There is no Radiohead. No Metallica. I had S and M. I know that's not a popular album pick. That, um, I loved S and M. I thought it was great. That like I don't care for Metallica in general, but that specific album, I like. I loved that they were with yeah. orchestra. Yeah, S and M was cool. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, there's no Rage. Uh, I honestly no would have put the uh, if I knew soundtracks were up, I'd have put the Judgment Night soundtrack on there. I love the Judgment Night soundtrack unironically. I oh, actually yeah. really well, enjoyed it. When we did the list cast about best 90s, I think we did best movie soundtracks, and Judgment Night, I think, made the top five. I mean, there's a couple of clunkers on there, but the, I mean, that Booyah Tribe Faith No More song, uh, Another Body Murdered! I can't stop listening to that <laughs> one. I love it so much. So the li- the poll is up on our Facebook Live group. Oh, I hope it's a Nirvana which, off so bad. Uh, you should already be in there if you're watching this, so go in and vote. Oh, it even put them in a different order than what I posted them. Oh, interesting. That is very interesting. I like that order. Uh, no STP on the list, and we had talked about that earlier. Yeah, I almost put Tiny Music. That's a good which one. Which is their third album, and I think no Alice, I think their best. No Alice in Chains? Yeah. I really liked Alice. In fact, I was tempted to put some Screaming Trees or even Mad Season on my list originally. Uh, yeah. Mad Season, unbelievable record uh, that's basically... Half of Pearl Jam, half of Alice in Chains, talking about heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that would have been a good pick. Creed, I know. What? That might get some looks. My Own Prison was a fucking good album. You might as well be telling us you joined ISIS right now. That's a real surprise. I've never met anyone who liked Creed. Yeah. Looking back now, this I'm just is... like, ah, the later shit and whatever. But at the time, in high, well, I was in ninth grade. I was in a band. We covered like three of their songs. Well, that was, that was a later album. That wasn't off the... This album he wrote like, well, he's fucking homeless in his car, and now he's once again homeless in his car. Homeless. That wasn't the in album. In my car. I take home Jesus in my backseat. I'm sleeping. This is fun. I once performed at a I'm fashion not- show <laughs> for pregnant women clothes. I don't think we can top our first song, so I don't, I don't even. I don't want to. Oh, let's refresh the polls. I just want to see say, how it's going. I actually saw Scott Stepp pertern- uh, perform at a maternity ward, uh, maternity uh, clothing. That's amazing. Thing. Uh, and to the point where I didn't know it was Scott Stapp because he'd gotten real heavy and he'd cut his hair. And I was like, oh, I guess his manager's filling in for him. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it was pretty hilarious. All right. So we are going to, where's that online hyphen stopwatch.com? We're going to put this poll up for another 90 seconds. seconds. 
and we'll see. Another 90 seconds. <laughs> right? Right? Because it's the 90s. <laughs> ah. That's right. Coming down back. You got the 90s. It's coming up. We got a little bit of Marcy's Playground. It smells like sex and candy in here. We're going to have a good old time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to List Cast. Which where we put the list in your cast and your ass and there's nothing if it's too loud, you're too fucking old. <laughs> yeah. It's 90 degrees outside. You better get outside right now because it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Let's see where we're at right now. I can only do that for so long before I pass out, though. Yeah, we we uh, we put Jeff through that on the Monday show every week. We make him do a radio voice just for the first 15 seconds to shred his voice. Get the zoo crew going. Yeah. Right now, bringing up the rear, the Verve, not getting any votes. Oh, come on, guys. Nor is PJ Harvey. Oh, the Brits are bringing up the back. Yeah, not doing Well, PJ Harvey's Australian. I thought she was British. You racist fuck. I mean, technically, they're all. Isn't British. she? Uh, now I, a, now I, I feel like British. I have to. No, no. I think she's British. I'm gonna lean towards British. I'm gonna lean towards the UK. PJ UK. That's where I'm going with this. PJ what uh, Harvey from the Bre- from the British Isles? Come on, come on, PJ. Why am I doing it? such a bad job of googling? And uh, someone's probably uh, already answered us. Please be from. Yeah, she's British. Never mind. Nah, you're the racist. I am. Yeah. God damn it. All right. The 90 seconds is up. We're right. refreshing. I'm going to guess in utero wins. Here we go. Number five. The Foo Fighters. There is nothing left to lose. Except the number one spot. You're going to lose that. I'm into that because I meant to put that on my list and I did not. Number four. Nirvana. Never mind. Oh, well, well top four. That's Yeah. Fine. I mean, I'm not going to be mad about it. It's a great oh, yeah. album. Yeah. Number three, Oasis, definitely, maybe. Wow, you see if you hey. picked that. Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody. Number two, Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. Jagged Little Pill coming in at the number two spot, which I, means... I did not see that, but that means your Miss Universe for 2017, Nirvana. In, in utero! Fastball! Fastball not- came in sixth. I got three of the top six. This is a very good performance for me. Did Fastball come in sixth? Yep. Yes. Fastball came in sixth ahead of Queens of the Stone Age. That's not right, PJ guys. Harvey, Fugazi, and The Verve. Wow. And also, this list is pretty close. This is going to change throughout the night. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think these results are no, pretty I'm much what saying, they're set in style. I saying, know. I know. I'm joking, Chet. I don't understand jokes. I know. I know. It's fine. So this was this was a lot of fun. I mean, I learned a lot about where music I like falls in relation to fastball. Yeah, we well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, fastball should be doing a lot better if this uh, poll is any I mean, indication because they beat out some huge bands. Yeah, some some like bands who still play stadiums. Yeah, Listen, I went out on my way and asked people to be objective and not hijack it. So. That's right, but you don't. You know that right there is electioneering. If you're honest, no electioneering would be like, guys, I'm really low on fastball content. Nothing would help them on like feel like they can play my living room right now. Travis is right. Both of those things are. Yeah, you're 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 the the Russia to fastballs. Trump is what you are. You just totally help them out by just putting. um, Well, interesting. All right. This was a lot of fun. It was fun. I could honestly, I could do this by year in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
We're doing it definitely again next week with Connor McSpadden and Keith Carey. Oh, that'll be an interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Connor McSpadden was born in the 90s. Does he even know? Both of them were. Were they? I'm pretty sure. Anniversary rhyme albums. And uh, we might do it all month. We did best TV episodes. And then come back and do the best of the best. Yeah, something like that. Ooh, it's like a brawl. Yeah, big Royal Rumble cage match at the end. So In Utero won, right? In Utero did win. So that I don't feel like I lost because that's still a great... That's... The whole reason I didn't pick in utero is because I was like, well, you're going to pick it. Yeah, like it's, yeah. I really had two dogs in the same race. Like right. I, I came in, I was going to win either way. And I'd be interested to see how MTV Unplugged would have done. Oh. Because I feel like people are really into Nirvana Unplugged. And I think that might have... I feel like if Chet would have picked Nirvana Unplugged, Nirvana Unplugged might have won. You think that would have topped that? That would have been my Nirvana pick. Yeah. Because that one... That one's, it's definitely their most accessible album. True. Like, there's no... Yeah, right. There's no weird noises on it. There's no it. weird yeah. noise. There's no loud guitars. It's just a really mellow, fucking great album. Right. And I could have... I, I feel like any of us could have made a strong case for MTV Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Hey, Adam, I never do this, but I'm going to do you a favor and say, hey, maybe we should get out of here because uh, you don't want to look at the polls again because it might be doing some things that you're not a big fan of. So uh, oh, we should wrap this up. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Why? Just what's to help the poll you. results have happened, All as right. far as I'm concerned? What's what's happening? Yeah, the poll results. A band I hate is dropping, and a band I like might be rising. What? Okay, yeah, we should have just gotten out of here. Now I'm <laughs> fucking down a rabbit hole and can't even find the poll. Where is it? You're down the rabbit hole and can't even find a poll. Adam, I, I think yeah, you're I don't even know lyrics. where the poll is you're now. Lyrics, I'm, man. I'm out of here. All right. Should we get out of here? Uh, we should, but I would like to remind people to listen to Heart Shaped Pod if you want to hear us talking more about Nirvana. Yeah, listen to Heart Shaped Pod. Subscribe on iTunes. Give it ratings and reviews. Do the same for Least Anticipated Podcast of the Week. Do it for all the podcasts. Do it for all of them. All of them. And subscribe on Patreon. Right Patreon.com slash Unpops. $5 a month. You get 12 fucking episodes a week. Dude, I paid $8 for a fruit salad yesterday. That's right? like fucking steel. You can't listen to that all week. But no. it was eight episodes of a fruit salad, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, just half of oh, an episode. It was a half a fruit salad. A full one is $12 at Earth. Isn't that insane? It's crazy. All right. Do we have anything else to plug? Uh, no? Stand-up shows, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, stand-up show, August 23rd. Yeah, I'm doing a starts. show sometime in June, July. It's July now. I'm doing shows. Travis is doing shows. I'll be at Ventura Harbor Comedy Club at 7 o'clock this Saturday if you're in the Southern California area. Very nice. I'll be at the Darkest Hour Friday night, 11.30 p.m., Westside Comedy Theater, Santa Monica. Oh, Nirvana in utero and Nevermind are one and two now. Yeah, that's <laughs> the fucking business. That's what I'm talking Wait, about. I just refreshed it and it has Alanis Morissette now. You're wrong. Yeah, you're so wrong. All right. Stop living in the past. Let's get out of here. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye. Chat, say goodbye. Let's stick around for the live streamers. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. 